Hello everyone. Hope all of you are doing good. In this podcast, we will look at the six verbs that make you sound weak. I repeat, those six verbs that make you sound weak, no matter your job title. Sometimes it's the smallest words and phrases that shape how you're perceived around the office. Here are a few to watch out for at every level. Your job title isn't the only thing that determines how influential you are. Every word you use at work expresses your personal brand from your confidence and authority to your depth of knowledge. And it's verbs, those action words that should be the engine of a sentence that most often trip us up. Overusing certain key verbs, overusing certain weak verbs can make you sound weaker too. They can undercut your ability to inspire others and suggest to listeners from top executives and colleagues to your direct reports that you aren't really sure of yourself. So while there's certainly room for uncertainty in any workplace, you might want to trim these verbs from your vocabulary. The first weak verb is think. Who doesn't use the expression, I think. Your co-worker might say, I think we should move ahead with this project. Or your boss may tell you, I think you have got a good idea. Harmless enough, right? The only trouble is that think doesn't sound definitive. It subtly saps the power of whatever follows it. The word think derives from an old English word, pencan or tenkan meaning to conceive in the mind, consider, meditate. In other words, you are subtly suggesting that you are still considering the position you espouse, that you are not sure of it. In ordinary conversation, I think is a throwaway phrase that won't even register on most people, but you may want to steer clear of it at work. While it's fine to mutter occasionally, I think I'll have coffee with my friend. You're better off axing any prefactory phrase in professional settings. You are better off axing any prefactory phrase in professional setting. Say you have got a good idea, or that's an excellent proposal. If you want a replacement work, try. I'm confident your plan will work. The second weak verb is need. When your boss says, I need this report as soon as possible, she undercuts herself. Using need conjures up a feeling of dependency on the part of the speaker rather than of obligation and responsibility on the part of the team. I once heard a vice president say to her subordinate, I need you to do something for me. It made the tone of her request sound pleading rather than empowered. Simply put, I need makes you sound needy. To protect more confidence, swap it with firm but polite phrases like, please have this report to me by next Friday. The third weak verb is want. Want is really similar to need. 
it suggests the speaker is wanting or lacking in some way. If a boss tells a subordinate, I want you to improve the quality of your work, that statement suggests the boss is not getting what she wants, which maybe she isn't. But the better way to get what you want is to simply set forth facts. Your work on this report needs to be higher quality. Put the owners on the employee. Similarly, if you tell your boss I want a raise, you have made an emotional appeal and signaled your lack of confidence. It's better to bring together a verb of conviction, I believe or I am convinced, and your reasons. Example, I believe my pay and performance during the last year make a strong case for a raise. The fourth weak verb is guess. Guessing conveys tentativeness. I once heard a CEO tell analyst, our best guess is that our profit for year's end will be marginally better than last year's. There were so many ways he could have reframed that more confidently. We expect our profit for the year to be ahead of last year's or our results should surpass last year's. If you aren't sure of the results, that's fine. Don't lie or exaggerate. Rather than guess, use the most confident expression you can. Like Expect or Surpass The next weak verb is hope. Leaders often begin statements with I hope I hope you will get that sale or I hope you will be able to take on that assignment. Rather than inspiring confidence, hope has a prayer-like quality, suggesting that the speaker has little control over the outcome. What are some alternatives? Instead of saying you hope that a team will bring in a client, client sale, tell them I am looking forward to a win or I know you will give it your all. These statements are much more empowering. They show your confidence in, your, in what your team can already do. They show your confidence in what your team can already do rather than subtly questioning the performance in the future. The last weak verb is suppose. You are having coffee with a colleague who asks if you are going to an upcoming town hall meeting. If you answer, I suppose so, you quietly indicate that it doesn't really matter to you, you are not really engaged. There is no occasion in the workplace where conveying your indifference and inertia will improve your influence and authority. Instead, find something to express your passion for, even if it's not the meeting experience itself. Yes, I'll definitely be there. I want to hear what management has to say. You may not think this matters when you're talking to a teammate, but it does. News travels fast, and if the words you repeatedly use suggest a don't-really-care attitude, it's only a matter of time before your reputation and influence begin to dip. Language is a powerful force in all your impromptu conversations. And because there are more chances to use them, the small words and phrases you resort to every day at work can have an outsized impact on your leadership ability. Cut these six verbs from your lexicon 
and you will start to notice your power and confidence climb so i believe now i yes i believe the listeners will henceforth restrain or limit or be very conscious of using these six weak verbs in your workplace conversation and empower your stature among your colleagues and the workplace people thank you